Welcome to the top three podcasts for entrepreneurs, your place to get the very best tips, tricks, and tactics from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Stephanie Burns, founder of Chic CEO. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the top three podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Stephanie Burns, founder of Chic CEO, and today I have with me Mary Beth Storjahan. Storjahan. Yep. You just walked me through this. <laughs> See, I got all nervous, and then I can say it. I made you nervous. <laughs> I made you nervous. <laughs> Mary Beth and I have been friends for a while, and this, your last name, it just, it still trips me up. So Mary Beth uh, is shaking up traditional views of financial planning by leveraging technology to work with Gen Wires across the country to help them make smart choices with their money. She's a certified financial planner, founder of workablewealth.com, and her expertise has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, CNBC, Forbes, and more. Mary Beth, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for having me, Stephanie. I'm happy to be here. So I gave everybody a little bit of background on you and and tell us a little bit more about you, how you got started in this industry, and what you're trying to do with these Gen Wires. Sure. So I actually got my start in the industry, in the financial planning industry, about 10 years ago. I uh, had to pay my own way through college and landed a sweet job as a receptionist at a local San Diego financial planning firm and basically fell in love with the concept of um, being able to control your money instead of letting it control you. Fell in love right away. I really saw how these people were, how these guys I was working with were helping their clients, um, helping to just kind of clear the confusion, muddle through things and give people, arm people with a plan and a strategy around their money. And for me, having grown up in a family that really didn't have a financial education, that was super eye-opening. Uh, my family was very stressed and had lots of anxiety about money as I was growing up. So those, those were some things I carried with me. And getting this job 10 years ago uh, just prompted me to switch my major. Stayed in the industry, climbed the corporate career ladder, hopped around at a few firms, and most recently, I was director of financial planning for a local um, local planning firm here out in San Diego. And as much as I love my job, loved like working with people who have millions of dollars, helping pre-retirees, you know, actually retire, you know, really exciting stuff. But my passion has always come back to helping my generation, helping my peers, helping my friends, really helping them to have an education about, you know, are you taking advantage of all of your company's benefits? Are you setting yourself up right to like get that down payment for your home? So bringing it back to the basics for my generation has always been a passion of mine. And last year, you know, I was kind of at a crossroads in my career. I could stay with the firm and go on one route or I could, you know, cut the cord and launch my own practice. And I launched Workable Wealth in August of last year. And I am now a technology-based firm. I am a paperless office. I work with clients from San Diego to New York, so across the country, and really help them to make smart choices with their money. I serve as a financial coach and as an accountability partner. So we work together to create a plan up front, and then we basically do monthly check-ins along, along the way to make sure that you're actually implementing that plan. So I basically hold my clients accountable to getting their money in order. And it's been really fun. I love it. Good. Well, it's been fun to watch you too, because you're also here in San Diego with me. So, and we're in a mastermind together, and, and we've known each other for a while. So it's been really fun because now it's been a year. Yeah, and you've been working for yourself, and that's just so great, so fun. The first year is always the toughest. Um, actually, they're all tough, but they're all yeah. awesome. <laughs> I was just talking to another entrepreneur, and I'm like, this is a roller coaster. It's a daily roller coaster, but I. <laughs> 
It's the one I'm so, it's the one that I'm so, I ride that I'm so glad I got on. Like there's nothing better than being um, responsible to just myself and being able to have a lifestyle business where being in San Diego, I can bring my laptop to the beach and still work with clients, but mm-hmm. be in the glorious outdoors. I know. I hear you. So now that we got a little bit of your of a background on you, um, tell us a surprising secret about yourself that we can just get a little bit more surprising secret this is like my seek my one that I always use at like family gatherings like the one thing you don't know when you have to guess who the person is <laughs> I have a ridden in the legit Batmobile how it was in a parking lot but I rode around in the Batmobile how did you how did you pull that off so when I was a kid my dad um was the operations manager for a mall basically. And they were doing like some sort of promo for the Batmo- the Batman movie. I think it was, I, I was actually texted him to answer this question. I was like, which movie was it? And he said it was the first one. Wow. <laughs> so, um, but they had the Batmobile on display. And so when they brought it up, both my sister and I got to go for a spin in it around the parking lot. So it was very cool. I've ridden in the actual Batmobile. That's, that is awesome. Very cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very cool. So we, I always like to ask our guests as well um, for their success quote, something that really drives them day to day, drives their business, something that they wholeheartedly believe in. And so tell us what your success quote is. So my success quote is Lemony Snicket. And it is, if we wait until we're ready, we'll be waiting for the rest of our lives. And this is a quote that basically I've held with me for so long. And I, you know, I put off launching Workable Wealth for years because I was so scared. And just as a financial planner, there was just lots of anxiety around it. And finally, you know, just I found this quote one day and I basically have kept it in front of me ever since. So when it comes to making those tough business decisions or putting myself out there or launching an e-course, whatever it is, um, this quote has really struck me and empowered me to take action. I like this quote. I think this is so true. I don't, you know, when we start our businesses, I tell people this all the time in 60 to 90 days, it's going to be completely different anyway. Oh, completely. Completely. And that's what, I mean, I tell people that my own business plan was completely, is completely different now. And then my financial <laughs> plans, I'm like, we're going to have a plan. But ultimately the plan is outdated like 30 seconds later because you're <laughs> spending money or, you know, things are changing. Your financial life changes day to day. So it's exactly. just part of- Exactly. So it's just best to get started now because know that it'll be completely different in 60 days. So there's no point in waiting 60 days. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Okay, cool. So... Today we are talking about our top three money tips for Gen Wires. And your first tip is know where your money is going. Yes. So let's that talk is, about that. So, yeah. I mean, this is probably the biggest thing that I see people. Um, people come to me with a lot of different questions. Like, how much should I be saving? How much should I have saved by now? What should I do with what I do have? Ultimately, though, um, many Gen Wires, many millennials don't really have clarity. They don't really have a spending plan in place. And before you can make any adjustments to actually working towards your goals, so if it's that down payment, whether it's having a baby, marriage, starting your own business, whatever it is, you can have those great goals. But until you know what's happening with your money and where it's currently going, you're not going to be able to make any adjustments to get yourself there. You're not going to know if you're on track, if you're off track, whatever it is. So the first place I start with my clients after I have them establish their goals is you know, to start tracking your spending identify what your must-haves are versus what your fun times are. So I call it the must-haves are obviously living expenses, like the your home, your shelter, your food. Um, your fun times are probably dining out, entertainment, travel, some of those things that could be cut back on in order to help you reach your goals over the long run. You know, what happens a lot is people are just spending, 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 and they're not tracking, and they're really building up credit card debt, 
um, and they're running the, in the red each month. So knowing where your money is going is the first place to start and crafting a strategy to get you to where you want to go. So taking inventory basically of your spending and it's probably pretty eye-opening for a lot of people, I would think. It really is eye-opening. And one of the things that I do at Workable Wealth is, you know, I, I have an online questionnaire. So clients plug in some of their spending in different areas. And then I take that and I translate it into like a different format. But I can show them like, oh, well, you're actually spending, you know, 10% of your money on clothing each month. Or, you know, you're spending like 13% on dining out on top of your groceries. Is that, you know, if that's one of your goals and you're one of your you know, your wants in life, your, your desire is to continue to, you know, spend money towards dining out and experience these great restaurants, where are you willing to cut back on to make that happen? Let's find some other areas that you can, you know, trim to, to support these other goals. So it's really eye-opening for people to see where their money is going and in what percentages or just how much of their money they have no idea where it's going. Like some clients will fill out their spending plan and then I'll have like one miscellaneous number, like everything else. It's like under one category. I'm like, it doesn't really help you to have like most of your income is miscellaneous because you're not tracking it. Right. So um, yeah, it's definitely eye-opening for a lot of clients. And it's also eye-opening. There's a lot of, you know, online systems right now that you can you can use. Like mint.com is a huge one with my clients. I recommend everybody get set up on that because, you know, if you're not like a pen and paper kind of person, just sync your accounts up and it will tell you what you're spending. And it will also send you the reminders when you've gone over certain limits. So I think mint.com is a great one. That's awesome. So the second tip you have is start saving for your future self today. Yes. Um, Obviously, retirement is a long way off for a lot of us. But in terms of future self, this can mean short and long-term goals. So if you think that you'd want to, you know, buy a home in the next like five years or so, starting to save today is going to be important and saving for things like you need to also have your emergency fund in place before you do that down payment on a home. So setting those goals now to start basically working backwards. And when it comes to setting goals, I always say set smart goals. So you want to make them specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. So it's like one of those things where people always say like, I want to lose weight. But like, how much weight do you want to lose? And by when do you want to lose it by? So if you want to, you know, go on a big trip or if you want to buy a new home or, you know, even saving for retirement, like when do you want these things to happen and how much do you need to make those things happen? So um, saving today in terms of short goals and long-term goals. So retirement is a long way off, but the earlier you start saving, the, the earlier you get yourself basically set up on an automated and systemat- systematic plan. So whether it's putting like, 50 bucks a month away into a Roth IRA or taking advantage of your company's 401k, starting when you're younger gives your money a longer time to take advantage of compound interest. And that ultimately leaves you in a better spot down the road than if you're playing catch up if you started 10 years from now. If you started saving $50 today and investing it a month versus like $50 a month in like 10 years, you're going to have a lot more built up over the long run. Right, right. And how easy is it to set up something like a Roth IRA? So, yeah. So for like entrepreneurs and self-employed people, we're kind of a lot more responsible for our own retirement account. (laughs) So it's pretty easy to use something like a Scott trade or an E-Trade and you can get online. Um, It's really easy to open up a Roth IRA and it's great to do for Gen Wires. Basically, um, the advantage of a Roth IRA versus a regular IRA is a Roth IRA is after tax money. So though you're paying the taxes on the money today, it's going to grow tax for it's basically going to grow like tax free for the next like 30 40 years and then when you take it out after it's grown you know if it's like $5,000 today and it's $50,000 in like 40 years all that money is coming at you tax free 
versus a regular IRA, you are not paying taxes today on that five thousand, but when it grows to fifty thousand dollars down the road, you're paying taxes on that full amount. Uh, so benefits of a Roth IRA uh, when you're younger, and then also something I see a lot of employees do if you do have a four hundred one k of any sorts or any of that stuff is that people don't take advantage of their employer benefits. So for anybody who out, who is out there and has like a side hustle on entrepreneurship but does still have company benefits. You know, if your employer matches like a 401k, has a 401k match or any type of free money, take advantage of that because they're just putting it out there for you. And I see a lot of Gen Yers not contributing to your 401ks and then leaving money on the table, basically. Yeah, definitely. But it's pretty easy to, to get started. And I always say systematize, like basically do small amounts and then systematize and automate it. So set it and forget it. Definitely. That's the best way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Treat it like it's a paycheck. I mean, like a payment, basically. It's like you're paying yourself, and then it's out of sight, out of mind. And that's how, I mean, that's how I run things for my husband and I, too. It's like just automate it, and it's already out of the account. We don't have it to spend. And, you know, you don't have to worry about it because you're, re- you're meeting your goals along the way. And then whatever you have left over, you know, is yours to kind of spend. So right, right. that's the way to segregate it all. Very nice. Very nice. So your third tip is to just get started and educate yourself. What do you mean by that? So people come to me with like tons of like, just like I said, those tons of questions and like almost like there's like a paralysis that comes with finances. People like, people would rather talk about anything other than money. Like nobody wants to talk about their money. We're talking about like the personal details of the relationships. They will open up to you about that. You'd be a perfect stranger. But when it comes to their finances, people like clam up and are embarrassed and feel like they should be somewhere that they're not or don't want to disclose. And you know, I have people even calling me like, you know, they want to, obviously anybody I work with, there's a privacy and all of that stuff, but people are just very concerned about who's going to have their information and the judgment that's there. So I think, um, getting over that initial fear of just, you know, and, and getting started somewhere. So, I mean, if you have to start anywhere, it's, it's going to go back to like that tracking your spending, understanding where your money is going and, and if it's aligned with what your goals are. So I think just getting started and taking baby steps along the way. A lot of people look at their finances and they're like, oh my gosh, there's so much. Like you have, like I said, like the investments and you have savings and you have like things like called like net worth. Like what's that? People have no idea. And then you have credit card debt to pay down. People have no idea, you know, what's the best strategy there. So there's so many questions. I think just breaking it down, like writing down all your questions, doing like a brain dump Hmm. and then picking one at a time to answer and educate yourself on. So that could look like, you know, reading some online blogs, picking up a personal finance book whatever it is to basically get yourself started seeking professional help. Um, but taking like taking those small steps one at a time and celebrating your wins along the way is going to be the thing that's going to set you up for success. Cause the longer you ignore your finances, probably the worst the situation is going to get. <laughs> like you anything know? else that you ignore in your life. Yeah, right? exactly. And you know, you could even be, you could be getting more income along the way and raises and there can be a better strategy that you could have in place than like not tracking it. So um, getting a plan around around little pieces of it one at a time will be a great start versus doing nothing. Hmm. So what do you say, uh, just curious about the, the people that come to you, maybe they're in a complete financial mess and that judgment that they feel might happen. What do you say to people when they're in that, when they're in that space, that headspace? I let them know that the, what they're doing by them coming and asking questions, like that is the best first step they can do. I mean, I, I always want to, I celebrate with them that they're even there talking about these things. Mm-hmm. So I say it's complete. That's so great. 
think about like where you are, where you want to be. Like this is fantastic. And I also say like you are not alone. I've seen lots of different stories and lots of different clients through the years. And, you know, to be, especially for younger people to come like in twenties and thirties to be kind of taking control of their finances. I always applaud them because it's so great that they're taking action now to fix things versus like waiting 20 years to try and take control. Cause I've seen the other side of it as well. And, you know, playing catch up when you're 20 to 30 is a lot better than trying to play catch up when you're 50. Yeah. So I always make sure that they that they know that it's a huge win and a huge step. They're even reaching out and trying to seek the advice. And I let them know that they're not alone. And again, it goes back to the basics. A lot of people feel like they should know more, that, that they need to know more than they, than they do. And really, though, most people are on the same baseline, typical everyday American education. I know a lot about finance because I majored in it and because it's my career to know about. It's my job to know about this stuff. A lot of other people don't have, you know, you're majoring in other things. You're doing marketing, you're doing English, you're doing sales. You don't have time to learn about all this finance stuff too. So I make sure they know that they're not alone. That's great. That's awesome. Well, I think that you're super easy to talk to and and easy to be around. So I, I, can only assume that your clients are like, yay, Mary Beth, so much fun. So much yeah. fun. <laughs> they, they, they like me. And then the funny part is though, because I have that accountability program, I'm like, you're paying for the monthly accountability. So you're going to hear from me. <laughs> this is an expense. Yeah. So I just let them know. I'm like, you know, you could ignore me if you want, but um, my clients are funny. They're like, no, I knew you were going to email. So I really rushed to get things done this month. <laughs> so, Aww, but it's good. really, it's good. Like it's part of like, that's part of the program is, is making sure they're getting things on track. Exactly, exactly. So we like to ask our guests to give us a book recommendation, a book that they think is impactful for anybody uh, going into entrepreneurship or if you already have a business. So tell us what book you think our community should read. I, about a month ago, Tribes by Seth Godin, and I absolutely loved it. It was a really quick, um, easy read, but I thought just the um, takeaways in terms of leadership and success and being you and owning who you are and you can be a leader in some areas and not in others and I just thought it was really interesting just the dynamics of it all and I thought there were some good takeaways in there so um, I would definitely recommend that book. Excellent and we always like to end our podcast with a challenge something that you can challenge our community to do today that would make an impact in their business so what's your challenge to our community? My challenge to your community is, this is a question that I ask on all of my consultation calls of all my um, potential clients, and I, is to answer this following question. If we were sitting down three years from today, what would, ha- what would have had to happen personally, professionally, and financially in order for you to be happy with the progress you've made? And ask that of yourself, ask that of your significant other, and write them down. I think that's a really good way to get to a list of your goals. And there's always a really long, awkward pause after I ask people this on the phone, like especially when they're spouses, they're really funny. Uh, but I think it's a great way for you to get clear and to articulate what you're looking to do. And it's not a long term, it's not like a five or 10 year plan, it's the next three years. So it's really helpful for you to kind of just put that in place and then work backwards to where you are today. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Mary Beth. I always love chatting with you and um, people can find you at workablewealth.com. Yes. And I hope we have you back on soon. Thanks so much, Stephanie. I'm happy to be here. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye. 
Thank you so much for joining me today on the Top 3 Podcast. If you're looking to start a business, come on over to chic-ceo.com to get all of the information you need to get moving. If you're looking to grow your existing business, you aren't quite ready for a business coach, but you know you need some higher level business strategy, the Chic Elite program is a perfect fit. So head on over to chic-ceo.com to check out all the resources and for the show notes to today's episode.